the sign out front said one day or day one you decide and for me that that hit me instantly and i never forgot about it you are now tuning in to the roughnecks podcast with your host cole nixon much love one last thing before we get into today's episode. A lot of people ask how they can support the podcast. Well, I have a couple easy ways. The first way is just listen and subscribe. And another thing you can do is go follow the Roughnecks podcast on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube as well. If you get something out of today's show, then do me a favor. Share it with a friend. If you really want to go above and beyond to support the podcast, then head over to roughnextpodcast.com and get you some of that merch. I appreciate all of the support, but let's get into today's episode. up everybody and welcome back to another episode of the roughnecks podcast but before we dive in today's episode i have a couple quick announcements saint patty's day shirts are now live we have two options available i was only going to do one but everybody asked like with all the designs they had they all said the same too so i'm just going to release both of them they will be available until saint patty's day but if you want one for saint patty's day i'd recommend ordering it sooner rather than later um because I don't want you to run into not to ordering it for St. Patty's Day and then not have it in time. But we are getting closer to March Madness as well, and we are doing the second annual March Madness Challenge. There will be more on that on Friday for Fast Friday number five, so be sure to tune into that because I don't have the details done at this point, but Friday I will have them done. And lastly, new merch coming soon. March 16th, we are doing the Roughnecks Spring Merch Drop. We, so we were just what a week away, a little over a week away from new merch, new items being out. Some of them are old items that I did before I had the website, um, but we have new, some new stuff coming that I'm super excited about. But joining me for episode 83 today is someone who started his own company called Leo Supplements. Connor, welcome to the Roughnecks podcast, boy, man. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we'll get into the uh, the whole all the stuff you got behind you with the Leo and everything that you got going on. You're a busy person, I'm assuming, but just to kick off the episode, give the Roughnecks listeners a little background on who you are. So basically uh, I'm 19 years old right now. I started Leo supplements when I was 18. I was in college playing football. Um, I always knew I was going to start a business. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I always felt like I, you know, I had that business mindset. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I started thinking, you know, what's something that I do every day and how can I improve it? And that was always lifting for me. So I started looking into maybe possibly opening up a gym or maybe doing something else. And then I came over to the supplement side of things and I never really thought it could be done by somebody my age who didn't have a lot of capital and, you know, not a lot of connections. So I started looking more into it, started searching for supplement manufacturers. And after calling hundreds and hundreds, I mean, it took months. I finally found one that was willing to work with me with you know, a small amount of capital being, you know, 18 years old while I was in college, you know, how being in college is. Oh, I, and uh, it was awesome. obviously oh, yeah. with, with football too, you know, playing a sport, it makes it hard to, to get like a, a decent job where you can make some extra money on the side. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's basically what I do right now. Um, that's, that's keeps me pretty busy. I also just uh, started another business, but that's definitely something for, you know, another, another day. But like I said, man, I'm, I'm always super busy. I always have something going on, but I wouldn't have it any other way. You know what I mean? I, I like being a busy person. And if I have any downtime, which is rarely, it doesn't even feel right to me. So I try to keep myself busy no matter what. Yeah, it's crazy that like when I, even when I started this podcast, like I went from, you know, be having some free time and to re- this was what I was doing in my free time. And then I was, sometimes I was like, crap, I have so much that I got to fucking do that. I don't I don't even feel like I have time sometimes but yeah it's crazy because you definitely have more of a business side of things than i do because i just do this pretty much for fun um but so you were 18 years old when you started it and yeah that's a little over 18 
that's crazy to really look at that because I was going to ask you how old you were because I knew you were younger but like I was like 18 I don't even know if I would have when I was 18 I still had no clue what I was doing with my life but so you're already on a good track of like you know starting something for yourself because even like not saying it's going to or anything but say this like tomorrow the whole thing like goes down the drain you already have enough knowledge that like you you could go start something else like you have you're building knowledge with everything that you're going through I was talking to my friend actually last night and we were talking about how starting a business this young does leave you a lot of room because say something like, you, you know, you're just saying if it fails or, you know, I make a big mistake, I always have a lot of time where I can still recoup and, you know, build on that. And every single day is a learning experience. I don't have any business experience. Nobody in my family owned a, a business anywhere near like this. The product of business is a lot different than like a service-based business. And, that's been the biggest thing, like trying to manage cash flow and everything and being 19 years old and not really having those connections yet um, with people who actually know what they're doing in that side of things makes it super difficult. So we've made a lot of mistakes. Um, you know, we've done a lot of good things, too. But like I said, every single day is a learning experience. And I think that's the greatest thing. I enjoy the process more than anything. And that's the thing I've always heard with business is you're going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up but you have to do that. Like, it's okay to do that. Like, you don't want to make big mistakes, but like you have to make those little mistakes, those things that you learn through the way, because it's just going to keep improving your business and your business knowledge and everything. Um, so kind of take me through the process of like, because how many, what products exactly do you have? So right now, our, our best sellers and the ones that we really focus on is going to be our pre-workout bite the bullet um, we have our, our protein um, and then we have we, we did BCAs and creatine right now. Those are both out of stock. You know how how creatine goes right now. It's, it's kind of hard to find anywhere. And our manufacturers having trouble with that. Um, we also just released a brand new non-stem pre-workout and we have a brand new product coming this Friday which is actually our protein coffee, which I'm super excited about. Um, but we also do different things like capsules and stuff. There's a long list of capsules on our website. Um, they can do obviously a, a bunch of different things. But like I said, the main things we focus on are powder supplements. How do you go about like creating these essentially? So for me, you know, being 19 years old and not having a ton of experience, like I said, I mean, I've always used supplements, so I've used my knowledge just based off of what I've used and what I've enjoyed and what's worked for me. And I kind of, I check those brands out and I see how they do it. And then I look into the ingredients they're putting in it. And then I, I spin it and I think, okay, well, what could be better? You know, what, what is in this pre-workout or, you know, this, this protein that doesn't need to be in there, but what could be added that would make it that much better. And other than that, it's, it's really just a lot of research and in this day and age, you have the world at your fingertips. You just get online and search through databases and you can just do all the research you need. You can learn anything on the internet these days. So really the biggest thing is research, a lot of podcasts, a lot of YouTube videos. And that's, that's the biggest thing for me. You just gotta, you gotta put the time in. It's not something that you can just put together, you know, in a day, like these formulas, they, they take time to make, uh, it takes a lot of thought process. It takes, um, a lot of testing. Every time we come up with a new product, a new formula, our manufacturer will, will send it to me so we can test different ones out. And from there, we just keep testing and testing and testing until I find something that I think is really going to benefit people and that I'm in love with. So that's a, that's basically the process when it comes to that. It's just a lot of time on the computer and a lot of time listening to other people who really know what they're talking about. That's what I really like that you just said, like you're listening to other people. That's what You've always, I've always heard too, with business and that side of things too, people will be like, you know, hire people smarter than you or stuff like that. You want to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. You're, it's okay to be the dumb one in the room or whatever, because guess what? You are learning from those people. Always listen to other people. Listen to people that are smarter to you. Like really pay attention to them because that's just going to benefit you. It doesn't make you dumb. It doesn't make you what I like. It's good to do it because you were learning from them. And it's like, so how long does the process take from, you know, start of idea of what you want to do to finally releasing the product? Mm, for example, um, for like our, the first pre-workout we, we released our bite the bullet, I'd say it took about a solid three to three and a half months from the original idea and the original formulations that we came up with 
to our manufacturers sending us samples to test, you know, to getting the labels made. And I make all the designs myself. So that obviously takes time. And, and then we, you know, we finally get the actual product in our hand. So on average, I would say it takes about three and a half, four months to get to that process. And like I said, just making the ingredients, like the formula up that part itself can take, you know, three to four weeks just because, you know, with the manufacturer, them sending you samples and stuff. And, you know, you got to keep going back and forth until you find something you love. And that can definitely take some time. Yeah. I get you on the sample side of things. Cause like with all of my merch, the more and more merch that I start creating, I will get a, I'll do a sample order of the new items and I'll get them. And then I'll be like, I'm glad I did this because I'll be looking at it like crap. Like I, I need to change this, this, like I had a coffee mug that I got and I was like, you wouldn't think a coffee mug would be anything crazy but I like I got it and I was like holy crap I really need to change this design because this just looks like crap and I was but it's crazy people don't realize that's like the behind the scenes stuff that people don't see they just see the finished product or whatever and they're like oh it's not that hard you got to put in a lot of time if you have your own business you have to put in a lot of time if you want it to succeed the more time you put in the better it's going to be I completely agree and something we were talking about earlier as soon as you think that you're the smartest person in the room, you're going to fail. There's always somebody out there that you can learn from and in all aspects of life, it doesn't just have to be business, but there is always something to learn from anybody that you meet. That's why I take everybody that I meet super seriously. It doesn't matter who they are or whether I met them on the street or, you know, like for example, I was at the Arnold yesterday talking to some high up people. It doesn't matter who it is. I'm there to listen. I'm there to pick your brain and I'm going to take you in my own life and, you know, that use it to my advantage and try to help them out as well. So it's, it's all about the connections and it really doesn't matter who it is. Like I said, it connections are huge, not even in business, just in life, because you never know. That's where sometimes you don't want to burn bridges too fast. Yeah. If you may have something go bad, you may have something go wrong, but you don't want to burn that bridge too fast because you never know down the line if you might need that person or if they're, a stepping stone to where getting you somewhere that you need to be. I can't tell you how many times with this podcast that I mean, the connections I've built and like the people I've met, like I'm going to talk to you after the podcast about potential people that I could hook you up with or vice versa. Like I have, you build these connections and then you start working it where you can help other people. And I think that's very beneficial too, is like to be able to help other people. And that's what you're doing with your products. You're trying to help people grow in their physical capability. Yeah, it's amazing how unexpected these connections can come into your life too. For example, just on Monday, um, I met I met a friend in the gym uh, for the first time. His name is Nate. Super cool guy. We went to the Arnold together yesterday, and I can tell that he's definitely going to be somebody that you know is going to help uh, this business and myself become successful. So they're, they're very unexpected, and honestly, those are the best ones. But like I said, you can you can really get something from everybody. And I'm not saying like take advantage of them. I'm literally saying to like pick their brain just to talk to them and just learn what they know. And so you don't have to say, make the same mistakes that they did. And that's one thing I kind of want to do on here. Uh, if anybody is trying to get into the business side of things, and especially if they're younger and don't have a lot of experience, I would love to, you know, maybe help them avoid the mistakes that I made. If you had to give one piece of advice to somebody who is about to start their own business, what would it be? I would say you need a very solid plan to start out. Um, when I first started, I was almost just so high on life on the fact that I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to start a supplement brand and I'm going to do it as soon as possible. And I'm going to make it happen by any means. Well, when you, when you feel that way and you're getting really anxious, sometimes you cut corners and then you look back and you realize, man, I, I really shouldn't have done that. So like I said, Almost we made mistakes. You can't get ahead of yourself. You got to sometimes slow down. And that's the big thing too. Because when I started this business, I knew that if I was where I wanted to be with this business in 10 years, I would be happy. And that's where you got to look at it. I mean, when it comes to the business side of things, it is a long game. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can, you can do really well in your first year. Like you could kill it and, you know, you just get a ton of sales or whatever, whatever it is that you're doing. But it's like, you just got to look at it for the future. Like I said, I mean, cause for example, we'll have like, I don't know, say we have a really bad month and then, but the next month is really good. And then we go on a streak of having our best month ever, but then, you know, we have another bad month and then you kind of get demotivated to me. Motivation is kind of, 
it's kind of BS to be honest with you, because motivation comes in like spurts. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we wake up and we feel extra motivated. Now those days are great. Don't get me wrong, but you're not going to run something successfully for a very long term. If you're just running off motivation, you have to be, you have to be passionate about what you're doing. You have to be driven is the biggest thing. And you just have to persevere no matter what happens. Yeah. I like what you said about the motivation. Cause like, People sometimes, I think, get motivation confused with, like, discipline. They look at people who, like, a David Goggins is a very extreme example, but, like, that guy, you don't think there's days that he wakes up where he has no motivation to go to the gym, go run, do whatever he has to do. He has those days. It happens. We all have it. We are unmotivated. Like, naturally, we are not really motivated people. Like, it's just how we are. But what drive, like, we have that drive, and it, a lot of it stems to discipline. And, like, it, and it, that's with business. That's with working out, whatever it is, if you want something, you have to be disciplined enough to go after to, you know, put in the time on the computer, do the research, listen to the podcast. Sometimes it sucks, but you have to, if you want to truly, like, like you said, the, like the world's at our fingertips. If you want to learn something, all you got to do is go online and look it up. It's all there. I do it all the time with the podcast, editing, trying to figure something out or whatever it is. If I, if I want to know how to do it, hell, just the other day, I put on a windshield on a side-by-side for my boss on and like I couldn't figure out how to do it guess what there's a whole video online literally typed in and, and the first thing about like there's like 10 videos that I could look at and it's crazy because everything's out there for us and you're Go right when YouTube you see and type in how to and watch how many different things pop up and when you said when you talked about discipline man that that really is the biggest thing and because for example let's let's look at like the stock market which I've gotten into um in the past and I really enjoy doing that type of stuff but all it takes when it comes to learning that type of thing is being disciplined. Like tell yourself every single day, I'm going to, I'm going to go on YouTube or I'm going to get on a course and I'm going to follow it at least for 30 minutes a day. If you stay disciplined, like you don't have to throw your whole life away to, to pursue something that you, that you might want to do. You know what I mean? But if you're disciplined enough where you can work towards that at least a little bit every single day, you'll be surprised how quickly that can compound. And some people I think will look at and be like, Oh, well, I don't have the time to do that. If you really take your day and break it down and be like, so, you know, that two hour nap you took when you got home from work or like, that's just like, there's plenty of times when you start to really break down your day, all the time that you waste where you could be, even if you spend 10 minutes reading a book, I just saw like I, I, what I do personally, when I read and stuff, I read 10 pages a day. Now you're probably like, people are probably like, that's really not that much. Do 10 pages a day in a month, you could have a 300 page book done when you really look at it like that and it's like yeah and that like that goes to consistency too um like you said 10 pages a day that's a lot better than somebody who reads you know 30 pages a week you know what i mean it it all adds up and it it is huge and I, i completely agree on that it definitely is are you into crypto at all so i i have had positions in crypto before um I've had some really good experiences with crypto and I've had some really bad experiences with crypto. So uh, I, I want to get back in the space here soon. I, I still, I still do research on it every now and then uh, right now with the business, it's kind of like where all my, all my capital is going to all my funding and it's kind of all getting poured into the business. And right now I, I don't really want to disperse that to anything else, but eventually I definitely want to get back into that because it's there's a lot to to learn there and a lot of money to be made and it's yeah. it's very interesting how it works. I was gonna you said something to like you uh you're putting a lot of money into the business side of things. So I'm assuming obviously from the start you pulled a lot of money out of pocket to do this. Yeah, it it's a it's a lot. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, it's not as bad as what other people might say when it comes to these giant supplement brands where. You know, like, for example, let's say a BPN, um, Nick Bear at Bear Performance Nutrition, they have their own podcast. And I listen to all that because obviously it's the same situation I want to be in and I want to learn from him. Well, you know, they're spending, I mean, they're, they're spending ridiculous amounts of money, like close to a million dollars, maybe like per, per like shipment of product that they have coming in. Now, don't get me wrong. It's, it's not like that. Like I said, I called hundreds of manufacturers and I found that one manufacturer that could work with what I had, but was also a good manufacturer. And that's what we went with. Um, But it was all out of pocket. 
I also was lucky enough to have some really close um, friends and family friends that helped me out a little bit in the start, which without them, to be honest with you, I'm not sure we could have done it. Um, like, like I said, being broke in college was probably the biggest obstacle to get over. If I had a full-time job, um, I, it would have been a lot easier. That's why I firmly think if, if you have just a little bit of capital, a little bit of funding, um, you, you can definitely do whatever you want. You just have to start at a smaller capacity than what you would normally like. For example, for the first order of pre-workout that we ordered, it was less than 50 tubs. And that is unheard of in the supplement industry when it comes to manufacturers. And the reason we were able to do that was because I actually had a connection with the manufacturer. Somebody hooked me up with them and they were able to do smaller batches for me. And, you know, they want to work with me. They're actually um, based out of Ashland, Ohio. And so I obviously live in Ohio. And so it makes it a lot easier. They hand deliver all of our products. And so we're super personable with them. But now, you know, when we order a shipment of something, we're ordering hundreds, which still isn't huge compared to these other brands, but we started it less than 50. I mean, significantly less than 50. And now, like I said, hundreds every time it's, it's growth. And that, that's the biggest thing. Growth is, is what we're looking for. Yeah. And you got like, people don't, I don't think they realize like in a business that you're start, if you start a business, you have to spend money to make money. At it's, first you're going to be spending money and it's going to hurt, but you just have to be willing to, you know, and you got to have that plan too. Like you said, you got to have a plan. Cause if you don't have a plan then you're just spending almost useless money, that's just gonna, you, you wasted in a way. You got to have a good, yeah. and then you can, if you spend money, you're eventually going to make some money on the other end. And I agree. It's, it's risk-taking, obviously, like you're going to make sacrifices, but if you, like what we were talking about before, if you don't have that plan, then you, you are essentially just throwing your money down the drain. Cause don't get me wrong. I mean, it can pay off. You can get lucky, but you're a lot more likely to, you know, see some return if you have a plan. And when it comes to the product business, you know, you're always dishing out money, you know what I mean? But the goal is to, you know, pay less than what you're going to sell it for. And when it comes to like a service-based business, obviously there's maintenance and stuff that you have to do. But for example, um, if you want to start a lawn care business, which is obviously super popular, especially in the younger group of kids that want to get into, you know, starting their own business, you buy, go out, buy a nice mower, or you ask your dad if you can use his and, you know, you start small there, but once you have those tools, you know, you can pretty much take it and run with it. And with that extra money, you can always upgrade or if something goes wrong, you can fix it. But like I said, man, in the product business, it seems like I'm spending money on product every single day. And it, it gets very overwhelming, especially at 19 years old. Oh, I believe it. I, Cause I couldn't even, I mean, I feel like also, I, I mean, I, I'm going to ask you essentially, does, did this almost help you handle money a little bit? Like, did it teach you a whole different thing about handling money? Because I know when I was 19, heck, I'm still bad at it. I'm 23. I'm not very good. Like I, sometimes I struggle with like managing my money. So did it help you or did you have a learning experience with that as well? So it definitely helped me straight. Like I'll definitely say that it really did help me um, before the business, any extra money I would have. I didn't really have anything to put it into. Like, don't get me wrong. You can put it into investing and, and whatnot like that. But now every extra dollar I get, it gives, I put it in the business. So it helps me um, be frugal with my spending. For example, if, if I don't have to go out and eat, I'm not going to go spend money to go out and eat. You know, I, I don't, I don't do little things like that. The only thing I pay for now is maybe like a haircut and gas. And then, you know, like gym membership. And other than that, that's, that's pretty much all I do. And that's, I'd say that's definitely a big thing about it. You know what I mean? And it helps you realize all this money that you wasted. Well, you know, I guess wasted, if you want to call it that, um, on things that you didn't really need. Um, I, I read a, a book. It's, it's a very popular, probably one of the most popular books when it comes to financial stuff, which is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And just reading that book, you know, it actually, it really helped me out. And I understand it's very stereotypical. Anytime somebody, you know, asks what, you know, like the first book you see when you look up for financial advice is going to be Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But there's a reason for that. It's a very good book. And if you guys need help when it comes to, you know, where to allocate your money, I would definitely recommend picking that book up. I want to kind of go back to what you were talking about, where you said, you know, you called hundreds of manufacturers and then all it, but people, you need to understand all it takes is one. All it takes is that one person to say yes. Cause you never know. And that's where, uh, did you like come across the point where you almost got discouraged thinking that this might not work out because you're not going to get anything. Like you can't get anybody to bite. Yeah. So that's actually a huge part of it. 
after calling all these manufacturers, I mean, probably in the somewhere of like 200 or 300, um, I was becoming very discouraged because we could not find a single one that would work with us for less than $10,000. I mean, the, the minimum order quantities for most of these giant manufacturers, they're just, they're just too high. And I just, I couldn't do that. I didn't, I didn't have any credit. I'm 18 years old. I'm in college. Like I, I didn't, I couldn't get a loan. So it was very hard. And without the help of my friend, um, I'll just go ahead and say, I'm just to thank him on the podcast, but Josh Moore at uh, Alpha Evolution, the gym I go to, he, he really hooked me up with the connection that I needed. And he, to be honest, without him and that connection that he gave me, I'm not sure that we would, we would be here today. I really don't think we would. So yeah, that's all it took. Well, one like connections, like we were talking about earlier, and it just takes that one thing to happen. And that's, and then after that, you can run with it. So, and like I said, they always come unexpected or I like to think so. And those are the best ones. And yeah, that, that's huge. But I came, I became very discouraged. What I like that you're also doing, you've already done it twice now. You're thanking the people that helped you along the way. I think sometimes people get lost about that and forget there's people that help along the way. Like you said, you appreciate, you told me earlier, like, oh, I appreciate you having me on. Let me use my, and I'm like, I don't think you understand. Like I, I I'm more, I think I'm more appreciative of like you coming on because like getting guests on and building connections. Like to me, I'm like this podcast obviously would be not nothing what it is without my guest. So like, it's, it's very important. I think sometimes we get lost and forget, about the people that helped us along the way. And I would give you credit for, you know, thanking the people or like you're doing it on a public podcast and I'm sure you do it behind closed doors too, of thanking the people that come and help you along the way. Showing gratitude is huge to me, man, because I seriously would not be anywhere that I'm at in life without the people that I have behind me anywhere. I mean, everything that I've done in my life is because of the support that I've had from others. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a hard worker, but you can be a hard worker and if you don't, if you don't rely sometimes on your, on your, you know, the people in your life that you love the most, sometimes you got to lean on them a little bit, but there's nothing wrong with that. And if they can help you out and they're willing to great, but in the end, don't, don't forget about them. And I know I'm not, I know this is not a huge supplement brand. I'm not, I'm not a millionaire, like saying, Oh, I'm going to forget about them. That's not the thing. But when it comes to showing gratitude, like on this podcast, this gives me a chance to publicly, you know, express how, how thankful I am. So yeah, man, it, it would not be possible without the people behind me. And it just means the world to me. So, I mean, so you have a website where the people can get your stuff. Do you also like, I know you go to gyms as well and like push it to them. How does that conversation go? Like, how do you basically go about trying to get the, your product in gyms? So that's another process and it's very similar to calling manufacturers. So what I did for the longest time was I would uh, just type in gyms near me on Google and I would get down pen and paper and I would write down every single gym, where it was located and their phone number and what type of gym they were, whether it was a CrossFit gym, powerlifting gym or commercial gym, anything like that. And every single day I would call at least 10 gyms a day. I would just call them. I'd say, I'd like to speak to the owner. Uh, if the owner was there, we would hop on the phone and we would set up a meeting. If the owner wasn't there, they would take my name and number and they would call me back and then we'd set up a meeting that way. So meeting and like I said, being consistent is, is the biggest thing. And you, you can't be scared to receive, you know, receive a no. You know what I mean? People are going to turn you down. I've called up to this point, um, maybe, maybe close to 100 gyms. And we're only currently in four or five right now. So, and a lot of people, either they don't carry supplements in their gym and they're not interested or they don't want to take a chance on, on the small guy. Or there's another reason with working with a smaller uh, manufacturer like I do, uh, our, our costs are a little bit higher than it would be if I worked with a bigger manufacturer and I had more capital and I was ordering, ordering more units. So I can't always give these gyms and these supplement shops the deal that they're looking for, and that's fine. So it's really just about not being scared to, to be told no. And once you get that yes, it's it's very rewarding, but you're going to get 10 no's before you get one yes. Mm -hmm. But like we've already said, all it takes is that one yes that can change everything. Because uh, I believe you're actually in the gym that I go to. You're in, uh, you have stuff in Apex now, don't you? Yeah. So Trevor over there and Chris at, at Apex. Trevor's are... actually been on this podcast like way early in the podcast back in like, like episode like 16 or something. Really? Wow. Yeah. Trevor and Chris over there at Apex. Really? Yeah, back in high school he trained me. 
Dang. Yeah, they're, they're great over there. Um, they, I can't remember if I reached out or if they reached out to me. I wish I remembered exactly, but um, they were very interested. We worked out a deal and they wanted to support, you know, my vision, which was huge to me. And if somebody's willing to do that, then I'm willing to do pretty much whatever it takes to, you know, help them out as well. And, you know, now we're restocking probably around once a month and we just put our, our new non-stem pre-workout in there, which is Prowler. And it sounds like it's doing pretty good, but they have been a, they've been a big deal to our success as well that we're having right now in the recent months, because we're getting out to a whole new um, bunch of customers, basically a whole new group of people. Um, it's, it's, it's nice because when you put a product straight in front of somebody, it's the convenience aspect. If somebody wants their pre-workout right now, they can get it. They don't have to worry about it. And also just getting that logo and getting that design and the name in their heads and get it right in front of their face. That's huge. I mean, we can be on social media and we can be on our website selling all day long, but until you put it right in somebody's face, it's not going to make the biggest impact. And that's the thing. Even if they don't buy it, people still see the logo. And it starts like to click in their head and they start to remember it. And then eventually down the line, it's just that consistency of seeing it. You start to question and then you're like, well, I wonder what it's like. So then they might end up buying it. And it's just like you said, when you actually see it, it's a whole different uh, aspect. Yeah, I have people all the time that uh, said they, they have seen our products for a long time. They've been following us. And eventually, eventually it gets them. Eventually they think, man, so what like is this stuff? Awesome. Because... Yeah, they think, wow, he might actually be doing something here. He's, he's doing decent. Maybe, maybe we'll give it a try. And most of the people that give it a try, they, they end up coming back. And that's a huge thing in the product business as well, especially a product like supplements where on average, you know, you're going to need a new, a new tub every 30 days. So repeat customers are huge. And if you're not getting repeat customers, there's probably a problem. You know what I mean? If people, if you let people try your, your product one time and they don't come back to get it again when it's, you know, when it needs replenished, yeah, you should probably look into figuring out how you could fix that because there's probably a problem there. What is, would you, if somebody's listening right now and they're about to go online and buy some, what flavor do you recommend for, a, we'll say the, the pre-workout? So for Bite the Bullet, the stimulant pre-workout, I would 100% say Bombsicle. Bombsicle, when we first released it, just absolutely killed it. I mean, we, we, had, a, we had like four or five other flavors at the time and when Bombsicle came out, it was over with. I, I knew that was going to be a flavor that we never got rid of. It's, it's still to our day. It's our best seller. And we didn't even release it until like six months after we released the other ones. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Bombsicle, a lot of brands do that flavor. And it's pretty consistent based on all the brands. Some are sweeter than others. But if you've ever had a red, white, and blue Popsicle, mm -hmm. then you know what it tastes like. And you really can't go wrong with it. How many different flavors do you have currently? And what are the... So for our bite the bullet, we have, um, so we have our raspberry lemonade, which is new. We have our very berry, which is new. Uh, we have our bomb sickle, obviously. And then we have, so we had uh, sweet peach as well, which is another good one. And then we had two old flavors that there's still a couple tubs in stock, but I don't plan on bringing them back for a while, which is our blue raspberry and our lemonade and juicy orange. So, yeah, so it was three flavors, not two. But um, those were the ones that didn't sell as well, and we didn't Blue see. Blue raspberry really didn't sell as well? I'm kind of surprised by that. Well, so what it was, I don't think people were too keen on what we were doing with our blue raspberry because it did sell well, I guess you could say, but repeat customers wasn't high. So our blue raspberry is a little bit different than a lot of people do it, and we, we kind of transitioned into the very berry, which is kind of a, a similar thing to blue raspberry. But I think it's more of what people were expecting when they got the blue raspberry. So eventually I want to bring it back. And eventually I want to have, you know, 15, 20 flavors. But that's looking way down the road because right now that's very overwhelming to have that many different flavors that you have to restock all the time. What all uh, protein flavors you got? So protein, we have a brand new flavor just came out um, last Wednesday, which is our fruity cereal. That is basically I saw a, that a, on your story, I think. It is the equivalent of bombsicle in our pre-workout. Now it is just, it's ridiculous. It's so good. I, I can't get over it. I drink it every single day, even when I'm not, even when I don't need the protein. I'm, I've already hit my macros for the day. I don't even need it, but I'm still drinking it. And then we got our, obviously your vanilla and the chocolate, which is going to be pretty standard. 
And then we have our mint chocolate chip, which is, it's, it's, it does good for us. We, we also had cinnamon bun before and mint chocolate chip and cinnamon bun kind of was doing similar when it came to sales. So we put a pull out on the Instagram, asked which one they wanted us to keep because we were going to get rid of one and cinnamon bun ended up getting dropped. Mint chocolate chip stayed. And then we also have peanut butter, which is one of the best sellers as well. Peanut butter, you, obviously you can't go wrong. I didn't want to go too crazy on the protein flavors because I wanted people to feel confident when they try our product when, if they've never had it before. Uh, sometimes being a small brand, people are, are kind of, they're kind of shy about, you know, trying other things out, especially if we don't do a lot of sample packets, because it's a lot of money that has no return. I mean, it can, but a lot of times you're just giving out free stuff. And with, you know, a low amount of capital, that's kind of hard to do. So yeah, it, it's, I mean, our, our flavors of protein, it, it's huge. And we take that very seriously. So if you guys ever struggle to drink protein, definitely recommend giving us a try. I don't think you'd be struggling anymore. What's the website if people want to go check it out right now so that we'll, we'll get it out there already so that people can go check it out, check it out and uh, check out your product. Yeah. So our website is leosupplements.com, L-E-O supplements.com. And yeah, if you guys need anything and go over there, if you by any chance live within a 10 mile radius of where I'm at, um, I do local delivery and local pickup. If not, shipping's pretty pretty standard, not too bad. So I can uh, ship it out to anybody in the United States if you guys want to try it. Because you're you're based out of Newark, Ohio, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, you also have merch too, right? Yeah. So we started out in the beginning. We did like pre-orders for shirts because we didn't, like I said, we didn't. We never really had a ton I of did money. The same you know thing what I mean? Podcast. It was pre-order. Like you had to pre-order, and then I went and placed that order and got the exact With- amount of shirts. Exactly. So that's, we didn't want to waste any money. Um, we, we didn't have a lot of extra money to throw around. So that's what we did at first. We had a different design. Now we currently have one design, which is our old school design on the website. And we have long sleeves, t-shirts and hoodies. We're, we're going to have more here soon, but uh, not the biggest of my worries, but it will be coming. Well, it's, it's nice to also, it's another way to get your brand out there. Like I didn't, plan on all the merch that i have but like you start to realize like people want to support you and if like say they don't like they're they're not a gym person they don't go to the gym very often but you they want to you know they want to support you they can buy a shirt or whatever they can try and help support your brand that way as well and i have seen that That, that's been huge because like a lot of my family who doesn't work out you know they just see my stuff they want to support so they'll buy a shirt and stuff another thing i want to touch on really quick is you're going to have to give out stuff for free if you want to, if you want to succeed, like when you're starting out brand new and people are shy about, you know, trying your stuff out and they're kind of hesitant, you're going to have to give them a chance to try it out first. For example, I was in Miami last July and I just took down a bunch of our t-shirts and I just handed them out on the beach all day for free. And I looked at anybody that looked like that they might go to the gym and I just go, here you go. What size you wear? Here you go. And I just handed them out all day long. And I actually made some sweet connections there. Um, I, I met a dude who's an NFL barber and we're still in contact to this day. And so he has a lot of people in the NFL following him and stuff like that. So, you know, like it's another one of those expe- unexpected connections. And sometimes you got to be willing to risk some money just to make some more. With a business comes risk. It, it, it's unavoidable. You're going to have the risk, but you can't let that risk scare you either. Like, cause there's so many people, I think that's why, you know, they all, everybody, I mean, we all want to start our own business. Everybody says it, but nobody really does it a lot of times. Cause I think they get too worried about the risk. You also got to weigh out the risk and the reward. There is a reward at the end of the day. And as long as you put in the work, you put in the time, you have a plan. There is a reward that can come from all of this risk that you're taking, but you have to be able to like endure the risk, like take the chance. That's the big thing. You have to take the chance. And the big thing is just take the step, build your connections. Like you said, that's like, that's a lot of things. What we've talked about today is you have to keep building those connections because they're going to help lead you to that reward. Yeah. And I got to be honest, I think anybody who starts a business is going to be a little weary when it comes to, you know, the risk side of things, they're going to think, okay, what if this doesn't work out? But to be honest with you, if you're having those doubts, which we all do, but if they're very strong and it's, it's, it's stopping you from starting this, your business or your venture that you want to start, maybe you're not as passionate and you don't believe in your, your product or service as much as you really thought you did. Yeah. If you don't believe in it, how are you going to expect anybody else to believe in it? And that's what I've been told plenty of times. A lot of people, 
will try our products out just because of how passionate I am when I explain what we, what we do and you know, who we are. And like you've said, you've already, I've noticed how you're talking. Like, you're not going to try Like you have these samples. You're going to test it before uh, time and time again, before you put it out there, because you don't want to put out a shitty product. You want it to be a good product. So, you know, like when you hear this and you see it, it shows that you are putting in the time to do it. So that's why, like, and like you said, if you're passionate about it, it other people are going to start probably, probably believing what you're talking about. Yeah. And that's another thing too. I really can't put out a bad product because if we do, then that looks really bad on the business. And if somebody tries your product for the first time and it's a product that doesn't work well, then they're probably not coming back and you know, you're going to lose a customer there. So it's very important that you do your due diligence and you know, you make sure what you're putting out is actually a good product. Something too, I think you kind of, you're kind of touching on it, but you're not saying it exactly like your customers are your biggest, like, that's who you really need to pay attention to. You know, like you said, you look at those re returning customers, like the ones that keep coming back and keep, even if they get different things, they still keep coming back. Like your customers are the most important people, the most important oh. thing in this business. Oh yeah. I mean, I could like, I could love my products all day long, but if nobody else loves them, I mean, you're it not going to be successful. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's huge. I mean, and the thing is, I don't even like talking about my business is like a business anymore. I'm starting to look at it as a brand. That, that's what, that's what I want to push it towards. Now brands obviously have a lot of dis different aspects to them, but I want it to be like a brand slash like a community. You know what I mean? And I think that's huge as well. Cause if you can get somebody to fall in love with your idea and like they fall in love with the idea of being a part of this community, then we can all thrive together. And, and, you know, you're going to see, a lot better, a lot better return on everything that you put into it, all your time, all your money and everything. So it's, it, it's very important to, to cater to the people that are going to make, make you successful. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a real quick break and then we will be right back to wrap up this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by roughnextpodcast.com. If you want to support the podcast, then head over to roughnextpodcast.com and grab you some of that Roughnext merch. We have everything from t-shirts, long sleeves, sweatshirts, hats, and many more. Stay up to date on the website for new merch coming every couple months. You can place an order and it'll get sent directly to your door, and I don't even take any of the money from it. The money gets put right back into the podcast to continue to improve it for you. If you can't afford to buy some merch this time, then simply just subscribe to the newsletter. And it'll keep you up to date on all the new things that are coming. I appreciate all of the support you guys give. It doesn't go unnoticed. Let's get back to today's episode. So I wanted to ask you one more question kind of about your business. What is like your goal for this? Like, where do you want to, if you had like, let's look at if then the next 10 years, where do you want to see this business? I want to have, well, the, okay. So the first like physical goal I have um, in the long run that I can think of a hundred percent is owning my own gym, my own franchise of gym and brand it with uh, Leo supplements. Is it when we're going to sell our supplements in the front and then you walk in the back and you know, you have, you have the gym back there. And that to me is huge. I've always wanted to own my own gym, but obviously that costs a that lot costs of money, more money. <laughs> even more than the, the supplement space. And like I said, man, I want to build a community, a brand. I want people to be proud when they say that they take Leo supplements. I want people to be proud when they're wearing Leo supplements apparel. I want to do like shorts. I want to do, but I want them to be nice. I want to do shorts. I want to do pants. I want to do everything. I, I just want it to be a brand, a community full of everybody who just wants to chase their dreams. And, you know, everybody has discipline and we all help each other be disciplined. And that's just the biggest thing for me. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> what was that? Huh? I was loud as hell. Sorry about that. Are you good? One thing I also want to say. Um, also, when it comes to building the community, we just started a Discord. I know a lot of businesses and brands are are working their way into creating their own Discord servers, and I think that's huge. I like to get on there and I like to talk to the customers firsthand. We also offer exclusive deals. Um, we put our news out there on the Discord before everybody else. Like for example, when we're releasing products everybody in the discord knows before 
We also release links in the Discord where you can buy your products early that haven't even come out yet. For example, we did that with the, the new protein flavor and the restock. We did that with the non-stem pre-workout Prowler. And like I said before, we got the protein coffee coming and uh, everybody's going to get the link to buy that stuff tomorrow uh, on Monday. Well, I guess when this podcast comes yeah. out, it'll be today and uh, it doesn't come out until Friday. So there's, there's advantages to being in the discord. There's definitely going to be more advantages as we grow, but to me being personable with my customers and everybody in my brand is, is the biggest thing to me. I think that, because looking from like the buyer perspective, you know, the customer perspective, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had like, where you talk to the owner of like who has the company or something, you feel more connected to that company when you actually talk to the person who's doing it. It's not like you're just getting the, you know, the normal uh, automated email that after you order, like when you actually talk to that person, you feel more connected to the customer or to the uh, business, to the product, like as a customer, it makes you almost, and it almost, I think helps with the returning customer side of things. Like it almost makes them keep coming back. For sure. I, I won't let somebody order something without sending them a thank you message in one way or another, whether I put a thank you note in their order, if I'm shipping it out, or if they're coming to my house, pick it up. Obviously I express my gratitude that way, or no matter what it is, I want people to know how thankful I am. I, like I said before, I could not do this without them, without the people who trusted in me and my products, we would be absolutely nowhere and we wouldn't be able to go anywhere. So it's very, very big to, to show gratitude to uh, everybody who helps you out. I literally, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but I know for every one of my guests that comes on the podcast, I have a, I handwrite them a letter and send them some stickers and stuff and like a little bit of like whatever. But I like, I think like that handwritten letter, like it is important, like you said, to show the gratitude. And like, I make sure my guests know, like, it, this podcast wouldn't be anything without you guys like it, and that's why i handwrite these letters and send them to them and like i think that's almost a lost thing like we get so caught up in the social media and stuff when you actually like take the time to handwrite something or like you know whatever it, it shows i think more gratitude in a way i actually just ordered some brand new custom thank you cards uh, has a leo Sullivan's logo on it and then it says thank you at the bottom so i can handwrite in every order so Actually, starting today, every new order that I ship out will have a personal thank you note written from me. So I like it. Like I completely agree with what you're doing. And I, I really respect that, that you, you send those letters out to all your guests because that is huge. And that's going to make people want to come back. Exactly. So I got one question that I like to ask all of my guests. And it's kind of a fun one. And you, <laughs> the crazy part is this is only three years ago for you. So I might change it a little bit. But I ask them all, if you could go back and tell your 16-year-old self one thing, what would it be? Man, that's, that's, a, that's a really good question. Because I, I would like to say growing up, I was always indecisive. But I am, to this day, very indecisive. So <laughs> I, I honestly, I would probably tell my 16-year-old self, no, nah, because like I was going to tell myself that maybe you should pick something and stick with it. But the craziest and like most um, exciting and best things that have ever happened to me have happened because I like just something random. And then I decided like, yeah, I want to do that. So let me <laughs> <laughs> it's do, lot, like, do, we, do other do people struggle with this one. Yes, uh, there's a lot of everybody at first. They're like, oh, 16, because it depends also how old they are. Some of them are like, Jesus, that was a long time ago. I was going to say, I mean, because I understand if you're older, you know, there's probably more you could say, it's but at 16, I will time, admit. I never even, I don't think I've ever even answered the question, <laughs> but I ask every one of my guests. Well, how about this? I'm going to answer it and then you're going to answer it too. So basically like when I was 16 though, I was a completely different person. I really was. I, I, I wasn't even... I was just getting in the gym around that time, maybe, maybe a little earlier than that. Uh, I would probably, man, I don't even know. I, I don't even know if like my 16 year old self literally walked in front of me right now and I could have a conversation with them. I'm not even sure what I would say to me. I guess I would say, just don't lose track of the path that you're on. Um, sometimes I would become demotivated and I would kind of lose sight of what my original goals were. For example, I would start something and it would be great in the, in the beginning and I would be super excited about it. But as soon as things don't 
start turning out how I want them, I kind of stray away from it. And I, and I kind of want to do something else and see what happens there. I'd say I did that a lot when I was 16 and maybe even younger than that. Um, now with the business, I think that I've, I've took that advice and, and ran with it. I, uh, you know, like no matter what happens with the business, no matter if we have a bad month or, or what it might be, whether we make a big mistake, I'm always going to stay consistent with it. And I'm always going to be passionate about our products and what we're doing here at Leo supplements. So I would just tell myself, do not become discouraged and just work harder than everybody else that, you know. Oh, now you put me on the spot. I, I, yeah, I shouldn't even have said anything. Cause yeah, no, if, but if, if, if this, this is the first podcast that you've ever answered this on. So th this is monumental right here. I think if you, I tell myself a couple things. The first one is don't be afraid to fail. I think I got, I, I, cause I remember when I was like, I just feel like I got, I would kind of get a little complacent at times because of the fact that I didn't want to, you know, get out of my comfort zone because I was afraid of the failure. I think, and I think that's a big thing. Like we, you can't be afraid to fail and anymore. I'm, I still do it from time to time, but like, it's not as much like I'll get out of my comfort zone a lot more than I ever used to. But I would tell my 16 year old self, like, you're going to make mistakes and it's okay. Just don't be afraid of those mistakes. Learn from the mistakes and then you'll be all right. And then the other one is the world does not revolve around you and it's not going to stop if you have a bad day. So just keep going. Cause that's one thing I feel like when I was younger, I always, whenever I'd have a bad day or like, you know, things aren't going my way or whatever, I would like, it like feel like the world should like then cater to me when I was like, that's what I used to think when I was younger, but now I'm like, shit, world doesn't give, the world does not care about you. It really doesn't. Mm -hmm. it doesn't. That's very true. It's a very tough and cruel place. And I've said it on the, the podcast before. I have the poster of it, the Rocky Balboa quote, where he's like, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. Like, it's not. It's, it's, it's going to knock you down. And that goes with the slogan of this podcast, which is grab the bull by the horns. You're going to get knocked down. That bull of life is going to knock you down. Just like any bull rider, they end up getting bucked off. It happens. But you can't, you have to just get up and do it again. Like, you just have to get up and keep going. You have to. And once you learn that, your life's going to change. And, and another thing I really wanted to tell my 16-year-old self that I kind of thought about a minute ago was just make up your damn mind. <laughs> like, just stop. Because, well, like, that's the thing about me being indecisive earlier, but I am such an overthinker. I wish I could tell my 16-year-old self, stop fucking overthinking everything, dude. Just, just do what you want to do. Like, stop worrying about what other people want to do. Stop trying to please other people. Like, if this is something you want and this is something that you're passionate about, just do it and then stop thinking about it. After you make your decision, stop thinking about it. Because me, when I make a decision, after I make the decision and I follow through with it, it's always in the back of my mind. Well, what if I would have did that? What if I, fuck that. Like, it doesn't matter what would have happened if you would have did that because you're not doing that. The what do if game what is a very do. scary game to play. It, like, it is. You really look at it. The what if game. You I I try so hard not to play it anymore because you could you do not want to play the what if game. You could sit here and say what if all day long about everything. Quit See, having what ifs. Don't have regrets. Go do it. Figure it out. That, that's the thing, dude. My biggest goal in life is I don't want to have a single regret, if possible. Don't get me wrong. I already have regrets. Everybody has regrets, mm -hmm. but I want to limit those to as small as possible. That's why I try to do so much. Like I'm, I'm always doing something. I, I always want to, you know, I always want to go hang out with friends. If they ask me to hang out and, you know, I have something going on, I'll find a way to fit it together. Like, I don't care if my schedule is completely booked. Like I don't have a minute of time to spare, but if somebody has asked me if, if I can help them with something or somebody says, Hey man, do you want to hang out? I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure out a way where I can fit you in there. Now that can be a good thing, but I've also seen it be a very bad thing. That's kind of when it comes back to what I was talking about earlier, like kind of being like a people pleaser, like you can't please you, everybody. You can't. And is like, when you are trying to please everybody, you're, you're not pleasing yourself. You know what I mean? And it's, you're kind of like, you're kind of taking time away from doing the things that you really want to do and the things that you really should be doing and that are going to matter here in the next few years, doing things that are pointless. But 
That's the biggest thing. I, I honestly, if, if I could say one thing to my 16 year old self, just one thing is stop being a people pleaser. Sometimes That's you have to thing. be selfish and put yourself first. You really do. Very true. Because Very true. Day, if you're trying to like your happiness should come before every like everybody else's. It sounds bad to say, but when you really look at it, like you can't sit there and try and make everybody else happy if you're not even like helping yourself. You have to help yourself first sometimes, not all the times, but like you really sometimes have to be selfish and worry more about yourself than everybody else. And honestly, so I have very bad anxiety and I developed it not too long ago, like maybe like four or five years back. I really that's when I started noticing it and my anxiety, like the symptoms of it were, were getting a lot worse. And it always gets super bad when I'm trying to do too much because everybody wants me to be somewhere and everybody wants me to do something, but I got stuff I got to do and I want to please everybody. And I'm worried about what they're going to think. And I'm worried about what this person is going to think. That's the biggest thing, man. I, I would really like to get rid of that trait in my own mind. And it's, that's the worst part is it's, it's in my nature. I want to make everybody happy. I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like I said, but I will make sure that I can make everybody as happy as possible. And that's, that's a big problem sometimes. I mean, don't get me wrong. You got to be a nice person. You got to show gratitude like always, but there is a point where you can't take it too far because you, you affect your own mental health. And you know, in today's day and age, we're understanding and that's very important. Mental health is very important. It is an under talked about subject, but we are going to move in to the best segment of the podcast, which is motivation Monday. Motivation Monday is the point in the episode where I allow the guests to give the Roughnecks listeners a little inspirational bump to set the tone for their week as they listen on Monday morning. So what do you got for Motivation Monday? I know you got something good. What do you got? So this is perfect for a nice Monday morning, especially if you're up in the northern states like, you know, Ohio and stuff like that. It's going to be cold in the morning. You're going to wake up. You know, you're going to get out of your bed and you're going to think, man fuck this. Like, I don't want to be doing whatever I'm about to do. I, whether it's going to work and all that, you can't look at it like that. That's obvious. But listen, there's this quote that I live by and I have it tattooed on me. And I saw it about three or four years ago. It was sitting outside um, of a church on one of their signs. And whether you believe in God or not, this has nothing to do with the church. I'm not really sure why I even mentioned that, but I just kind of want to set you guys up for what I'm for the picture I'm looking at. But the sign out front said one day or day one you decide. And for me, that, that hit me instantly. And I never forgot about it. That, that message was only on that sign for maybe three or four days. And I, I don't typically read these signs very often, but this church is right near my house. And when I drive by every once in a while, I'll look, and that one really stuck out to me. And to explain it a little deeper, because some people ask me what it means when they see my tattoo is listen, we can sit here all day and a lot of us have goals and you know, that that's very obvious, but you can say all the time, one day I'm going to do that. You know, one day I'm going to open up my own gym. One day I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Like one day I'm going to start a diet. One day I'm going to start lifting. It doesn't matter what it is, any aspect of life. You can keep saying that, or you can say today's day one. Now day one doesn't have to be nothing crazy. For example, I said, one day I want to start a gym. Well, doesn't mean I'm going to go out and buy a brand new $5,000 piece of equipment for a gym. You know what I mean? But if you can make today day one and just work towards it in the littlest bit, just take the first step. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to be much happier. That's what you're doing. Um, there's another great quote where I'm not sure exactly the quote, but I can paraphrase it. But basically if you can't see, um, if you can't see your future in front of you, you know, you don't, you don't really know where you're headed. You don't have it all figured out yet. That's fine. Can you see the first step? Can you, can you see it right in front of you? Can you see that next step that you need to take? Perfect. Then take it. And that's all that matters. And then take the next step and then take the next step and keep building. You don't have to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. You don't have to have a plan for the rest of your life right now. I don't care if you're 40. I don't care if you're 25. I don't care if you're younger than me. I don't care if you're 15. You're probably 
a lot of the time it's not going to have your the rest of your life figured out. If you do, great, but chances are you're not. So just take that first step. And like I said, I'm going to drill in your head one more time. One day or day one, you decide. Man, we got a lot to break down there. I like it. I love it. That's awesome. <clears throat> like you said, I, uh, the quote I think you were talking about, I think I heard it from a book. I heard it on TikTok, I think, originally. Yeah, I, 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 so I recently just saw a video about it on TikTok as well. I mean, I've heard of it on a horse, I think, and they were walking through the woods and it was dark and the boy couldn't see. He's like, I don't know where to go. It was too dark, I think, or yeah, something. It was too dark. He couldn't see. Where, he's like, I don't know where to go. And the horse said to him, can you see your next step? And like, it's like, take that. And that's very important. I think some like we, I, what I compare it to a lot of times is the ladder. You can't climb a ladder that's super spaced out. You need those small steps. It takes a lot of steps to get to where you want to go. And the, but the big thing that you said, you just have to start. Make it day one. Because if you, you see like the, what is it? Uh, the quote where the, the wealthiest place in the planet is the graveyard. Because people take these ideas to the grave with them, never do anything with it because they never start it. It takes just starting. It is literally the first step is to just try like, like literally anything you can, if like, I'm sure if I wanted to open up a supplement brand right now, the first thing to, to do is probably like you could have a hundred different first things to do, but like, I'd have to learn. Like that would be the first thing for me. I'd have to learn how to do it. Like what it come, like the, the ingredients, all that kind of stuff, but you have to start. That's the big thing that I like that you kept bringing out. And the other thing that I, uh, you talked about is like, we don't know what our future holds. We never know. And even if you think you have a plan, just understand that plan is going to change. Cause I guarantee you can ask anybody and everybody. And they're going to tell you that you could be an 80 year old or a freaking 20 year old. They're going to tell you things are going to change or this is not where I expect it to be. I, you know, man, my plans, almost never turn out how I expected them to almost never. And so that, that's very true. Also, I really liked what you said. The wealthiest place on earth is the graveyard. I've never heard that before. And I really like that. And I, I'm definitely going to use that. So, so thank you for that one. That that's, or I really do like that one. That one's huge. When you think about it though, cause you look at, you, we never know what people take with them, what idea they had that could have been worth billions were like literally could have changed the world you don't know like how many or how many times were people you know they may not have the resources to get started what they want to do like and it, it you're gonna like it, it's crazy like to really look at things and like you, people get so worried about the failures and stuff and i'm like I, I don't know why this just popped into my head when i was thinking about it look at thomas edison how many inventions did that guy have that were a complete and utter failure but he is one of the like biggest known inventors there is like he, he had, he even admitted like he had millions of like a oh, hundred hundreds of ideas that just didn't work. Like he just tried and they just didn't work. It's okay to fail. Don't be afraid to fail. Seriously. Um, that's huge. Don't be afraid to fail. Uh, take the risk. Like this is your sign. If you needed a sign to take that risk and take the first step, to your new venture, something you've always wanted to do, this is your sign. I'm telling you right now, do it. Make today day one. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't care if day one, all it looks like is going on YouTube and learning a little bit. For example, all right, you want to learn about the stock market? You want to start trading? You want to become a millionaire with crypto? Go to YouTube, literally type in how to trade crypto, how to trade the stock market. It's going to be a soup basic video because that's a very broad concept but that is day one day one is nothing special other than the fact if you're consistent you're going to look back on day one and you're going to thank yourself and you're going to say yep that was the start of it all and i made that decision that morning that i was gonna i was gonna do it and i stuck with it and that's why i'm where i'm at today so just take that risk stop being scared not everything's going to work out how you planned in fact a lot of it doesn't well, that's okay. You're going to roll with the punches. You're just going to keep going. And uh, one day you're going to thank yourself for it. So a hundred percent. And with that,
that's a wrap on the 83rd episode of the Roughnecks podcast. Thank you so much, Connor, for coming on. We're probably going to have to have you back on in the future. Where can people follow you and your brand on social media? So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that as at Leo Supplements. Um, also the website, of course, leosupplements.com. If you guys go into the link in our bio on our Instagram, you can join the Discord there. If you guys have any questions, you can just DM the Instagram, the Facebook, whatever it might be. If by any chance you would like to email us, you want to get a little bit deeper, you have some other questions to ask, maybe some business opportunities you'd like to connect about, Connor at leosupplements.com is our email. So that's C-O-N-N-O-R at leosupplements.com. Like I said, guys, go follow us on social media, trying to hit a thousand. We're a little over 800 right now on Instagram, and uh, that's going to be huge for us. So appreciate you guys. Be sure to go follow him. I will have the links to his socials and his website in the uh, details of this episode. But be sure to give him a follow and be sure to keep looking at our social media as well. The links will also be in the details for that. Uh, we will have, you know, um, updates coming about the merch drop and the March Madness Challenge and all that stuff. Uh, but until Friday, you guys know the deal. Life is hard. It's going to knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let that bull of life walk all over you. Get up, grab the bull by the horns, and take control of your life. Roughnecks, out. Hell yeah. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. If you liked today's episode, then be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend if you got some value from it. Head over to social media and follow the Roughnecks Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Don't forget to get you some of that merch by heading over to roughneckspodcast.com and subscribe to the newsletter while you're there. See you all next week. Roughnecks, out.